going somewhere? Anywhere but here. Where the fuck do you think you're going? Jeff! Just let him go. Jeff! Jeff! Don't fucking come near me! Jeff! Stop! Stop! I don't want to get sick. I don't want any of us getting sick. But you two fucking fuckers insist on touching her. And now she's bleeding all over both of you guys. So you two can fucking rot. But not me. No fucking way. Not me. Asshole! Hey everybody, welcome to the Everyday is Halloween podcast. My name is Poor Guy Keenan, and it's it's getting a little weird out here. It, the whole uh, coronavirus thing uh, it, it's re- reminiscent of things like 28 Days Later, <laughs> Silent Hill even. It's very odd. Yeah, and creepy at that. Um, but hopefully, you know, we're going to pass through it. Everyone's washing their hands, someone's touching their faces, and no one's jeopardizing themselves by being in crowded areas. I just saw that the beaches here in Florida were packed from spring breakers celebrating uh, St. Patrick's Day, and it kills me, man. <laughs> it's like, maybe it's just, I would say it's natural selection, but it's, it's a contagion, so uh, a contagious virus, so I'm, I'm in jeopardy of it. So these people need to stay home. Um uh, Disney Universal, they've all shut down for the next two weeks uh, for however, how long this is going around. This is not just a thing here in Florida, America, but in the entire world. It is everywhere. Uh, just, uh, yeah, do the air high five. Do the little elbow touch. I know it might seem silly, but come on, man. Don't jeopardize this. One of the craziest things right now, though, is we are shutting down theaters we're not sure well, i mean we are because we're not going to the theaters but we, the theaters were trying to do a service in the beginning where the, they'd have a gap in between every uh row of seats so it was kind of like you know to, to help you not get sick uh i went and saw the hunt uh in theaters i want to say what day was that i went and saw the hunt on thursday night which was march 12th and uh I think the, the scares started coming up. I mean, they started coming up in China uh, about last month, the month before that. But it's really big here in the States when they started declaring quarantine. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to see the hunt. <laughs> if I don't go to theaters now, they're probably going to start down, shutting down theaters. So I went and saw it on the 12th of the second showing at night. And I, I got I usually get the seat. And I'm sure you guys have this. This is There's this perfect seat. In a movie theater, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not, but there is a perfect seat in a movie theater that is the third row from the front. Okay, so you got your first row. That's the one where your neck bends backwards and you can't see anything, but you're just sitting there because the entire theater is freaking packed. The second row, which is like, if the theater's packed, you're just gonna take it anyways, but it's still like an okay seat. You're just, you can see the movie, but it's not comfortable. 
This magical third row gives you the perfect dynamic space of feeling like you're in a theater. If you're going to pay all that money to go to a movie theater, get that seat that makes you just kind of like look up like you're reclined back. These seats recline these days, you know? Recline back, look at this huge screen, listen to the, the, the Dolby in your ears. Now, granted, the best Dolby is for the, the center of your uh, your movie theater. You know, you want that in the, in the mids, but it's still really good in the front, believe me. Anyways, you get this seat in the, in the center. Nobody else will go there because nobody wants to sit in these first three rows. Now, not only do you not have anybody in front of you, but you don't have anybody behind you. You see what I'm saying? There's the there's that aisle that goes between those that brings everybody up to the stadium seating. So you're in the special seat where there's an aisle behind you and no one's sitting in front of you. Thus, the perfect seat in a theater. I, I'm giving you guys these secrets because I am so thankful that you're subscribed to the Everyday is Halloween podcast. And you've, Or if you're a new follower or an old follower, thank you so much for, for hanging out and being here uh, and, and making Everyday is Halloween with me. Uh, yeah, so anyways, I'm giving you guys this tip. It's it's great. It's a good seat. I always pick it when I have the uh, little AMC app. Anyways, back to the contagion story. So I have this perfect seat, right? And I'm going to my theater, and I like I timed it perfectly so I could take my medication, wait, wait, nudge, nudge before the movie, uh, and then go <laughs> go get my concession stuff. And as I'm walking in, the like maybe the second to last trailers trailers playing because I've seen all the trailers. I'm giving you guys trailers day of. I see these things. And I'm, the movie's starting. I time this stuff perfectly. And as I'm going in, I'm, cl- I'm counting the seats. And I have, like, seat five. So I'm like, one, two, three, four. And right when I get the five, there's a woman in the second row right at the five in that row. And she just hawks the biggest cough, the biggest loogie. <laughs> and I'm like, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I kept moving, and I just sat down in another seat. I was like, I'm not. No, I, I'm not sitting in front of that with this whole contagion thing so i'm like on the cusp and i'm like and i know you're all probably thinking like dude stay home what are you doing going out to the theaters and i know this the thing wasn't kicked in yet I wasn't sure how critical it was i just wanted to see one more movie before i was blocked off from seeing movies for a while anyways and it was the hunt was i gonna die for universal pictures of the hunt the film that got delayed from uh remember the shootings in las vegas the movie was supposed to come out then last year uh, and then the shootings happened, and then they decided, you know what, probably not the best time. And now it's coming out that week of March, and then the contagion thing happens, the coronavirus, and then Universal ends up now having to pull this movie. I mean, not pull the movie, but theaters can't show movies right now. So Universal got fucked twice <laughs> by trying to show the hunt. Uh, so anyway, so I'm in, I saw the movie. Um, the guy behind me in the aisle, he was coffin which was freaking me out so to me this was like the longest hour and a half of my life was watching the hunt in theaters (laughs) i don't suggest going to movie theaters and i'm pretty sure right now when i'm airing this this is what march 16th um amc just put a word in that you cannot go see uh movies they are they're closing down uh theaters i think uh and a-list members are they're giving you a a thing where you can pause the a-list option on your phone so you're not paying for the time that you're not gonna be able to see any movies um so yeah so i think wrinkles doing the same thing i don't think sorry i don't know if they're actually closing down the theaters but i'm sure it's getting ready to but the point of all this is is universal pictures has decided to put these movies out this friday invisible man the hunt and some other movies that aren't horror that are related but 
that's kind of crazy. Like these are Hollywood blockbuster films that are supposed to be making money in theaters that now this is happening. Universal decided to put them on VOD on YouTube. You can just go there on Friday and watch The Invisible Man. Hey, if you, I mean, if you got a bunch of people sitting inside and they're wondering if they should or should not leave, I think that's the perfect time to put something on video on demand. Make that $6.99 or $8.99. You know what I mean? Um, so that's happening. <laughs> uh, Disney has delayed New Mutants indefinitely, which is just hilarious to me because that's another film that's just been in purgatory hell. These movies, these early January to May kind of films, almost, they're just like, what do we do with these movies kind of times? And, and they've gotten delayed, and it's just so, like, it's just crazy to see these, what's happening to these movies. So this week, guys, if you're listening to the show this week while you're stocked up with all your beans and your video games, <laughs> this Friday you can rent Invisible Man and uh, and The Hunt, which I actually recommend The Hunt, but we'll get some more to that uh, later with my reviews. Uh, all right, moving on. Yeah, New Mutants, that sucks. All right, and, and Antlers. Antlers is also delayed. The Guillermo del Toro uh, produced joint that looks really good. Uh, about the Wendigo. Ooh, the Wendigo. Scary beasts. All right. Uh, A Quiet Place 2. It's off the early schedule. We don't know what's going on with that either. That was like one of the first movies to get pulled was uh, A Quiet Place 2. Uh, I would love them to release it straight to video on demand. I'll pay, I'd pay. I'll pay to go see A Quiet Place 2. Um, the first episode of True Terror with Robert England airs this Wednesday on Travel Channel. So if you're listening to this today or you're listening to this this week or the date has already passed, episode one of True Terror with Robert England, Freddy Krueger, is... Uh, is on there right now so check that out on video on demand maybe on the on the travel channel that's gonna be pretty cool it's a show about uh just like really creepy stuff in america or maybe the world i think it's just america though um yeah seems interesting i'm excited more this week doom eternal comes out this friday that's right guys doom eternal the sequel to the last doom game that just had heavy metal chugging and uh, as you killed things was chainsaw guns and you're blowing up and it's just the best i'll be streaming it live on my twitch channel uh that probably won't be happening until next week though because i think i'm getting it sometime this weekend but i will let you guys know on the social media pages that doom eternal is streaming uh usually happens around in the evenings around eight o'clock to midnight one o'clock catch me around midnight one o'clock is the most time when i'm streaming uh horror games late at night horror underscore guy check me out uh but yeah doom eternal comes out this week that'll be a lot of fun um, also Animal Crossing which has nothing to do with horror um, but I just think it's funny that Doom and Animal Crossing have like, like this really awesome pairing of the two so I, I support both you know if you're going to try to kill some time this week guys I think that's like the perfect way to do it just play some games did you know they got for Doom Eternal they had they got metal singers uh, from all around the world I think one of the guys from uh, Static X um, a bunch of other bands all got together and they all did like these metal chants uh and it's cool man they have like the studio they have, like low lights and candles and the, <laughs> the fake electronic candles and uh 
they're all like growling and howling like in unison with like a vocal coach and it's pretty cool i want to see how it came out in the game so i'm really excited to play this this new doom game it's funny i just beat the last doom like on stream maybe two or three weeks ago so we're gonna get right back into it it is a rad video game i can't wait for that more gaming news predators back but in video game form and this time he's not surrounded by a bunch of silly xenomorphs predator hunting grounds uh trial is coming out march 27th for the pc and ps4 uh, i've been following development on predator hunting grounds for a while now i was a huge fan of uh their uh, Ilphonics friday the 13th game uh in gun studios like their their multiplayer like you know like 4v1 or 6v1 i love that stuff so much and it's there's so dynamic in ways that you can play the game and, and the stuff that you can do with the 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 predator uh, going invisible there's a female predator that you can play it looks really cool you guys um but yeah march 27th is when this uh drops so while you're in quarantine why don't you just play the trial for free on your pc or on your playstation 4 uh check it out man those guys are uh, we're at uh Ilphonic are super cool and i cannot wait to try this thing aim out predator hunting ground oof lots of blood lots of spinal cord <laughs> ripping Woof. All right, more things that you can look forward to. Uh, Netflix. Uh, Castlevania Season 3 is on there. I cannot recommend Castlevania enough. I think I've, I've ranted about Castlevania before on the show. But the third season, I just wrapped that up. And it is so good, you guys. It, uh, first of all, Bill Nye is, is one of the voice actors in, in, the, in the show. And not only is he a voice actor, he's like one of the main characters. And, you know, he's, he'd be one of my like Rob Zombie type cast. Like I'd always carry him around as my family for every film that I did. If I was a big time director, I would bring in Bill Nye. Uh, and I'm happy to see him doing stuff on Castlevania. So that's really cool. Uh, if you haven't checked out the first seasons, check them out. They're on Netflix. Really cool animation by shankar he's a really cool director did stuff on youtube uh check castlevania out today um also i started checking out dark i don't know if any of you guys seen this german show on netflix uh it's kind of like a weird cross between twin peaks and uh stranger things and a lot of just really weird stuff and i'm i'm, I'm i don't really know what's going on yet but i'm visually transfixed <laughs> uh something to get you guys get by though if you just want horror, like say you just want you want true Halloween horror, then how about Shudder? Now Shudder, I could you know, and I sound like I'm just like a robot right now, like just pitching stuff out. But I'm honestly just trying to give you guys <laughs> some creepy horror shit to do in the middle of the year or the beginning of the year. That's you know to do under quarantine. That, that's what my gift is to you. Now if you go to the social media pages, you get all the stuff all the time. But, I mean, this is a great way to get it. And I'm, I find all the best stuff, I write it down, and I try to give it to you on the show. So, this is like, picture me. <laughs> picture me in a bunker with a helmet on and tidy whities And that's it with a bunch of cans of beans around me. And then I'm recording a podcast and a little, like, tape recorder. That's... <laughs> This is where you're getting your news from, guys. Hey, Shudder has a um, a 30-day free trial, which is really cool. You get a month of Shudder for free. Your your the trial code is you ready for this? Shut in, S H U T I N, shut in, all one word. You get 30 free days of Shudder, and Shudder's got some really cool stuff on there. Um, 
I don't know if you guys have seen Joe Begos's Bliss, but it is amazing. It is it probably one of the best horror films that I've seen in the last couple of years. I would put Bliss at the top. It is like a raw balls to the wall vampire film. Uh, I I coined it a Toreador's Wet Dream. Yeah, if you are a fan of the Vampire of the Masquerade, you know who the Toreador are. They're very art-driven vampires. Uh, so that's what this this movie is about. This, this woman that just you know delves her life into art, um, but is also living that grungy kind of like art kid life. And uh, she gets she gets she gets the vampire in her, and it's a it's a beautiful sweet fairy tale after that. <laughs> Uh, let's just say I never knew somebody's head could turn into a Pez dispenser. <laughs> That's on the shutter. You can check that out for free right now if you put that trial code shut in. Uh, that's really cool. I think that's this week you can put that in or next week. So do it soon. Uh, another thing, the Joe Bob, if you listened to episodes ago, we had uh, Joe Bob for the show over at uh, our convention with Spooky Empire, and he is just delightful. I hope you guys enjoyed that show. He has specials on on Shudder, where he watches some of your favorite movies. Um, also, another original that came to Shudder, Terrified, it is probably one of the scariest films that I've seen. Um, and if you want, I'm going to make a list, and I'll post that on the uh, the, the Twitter and the Facebooks this week um, of all the top Shudder films that you can watch right now. We're going to point out all the stuff streaming right now that you guys can catch from everything from Netflix to Amazon to Shutter to, I don't know, Hulu. We got it here. Okay, we're going to go down these lists. You ready for this? This is brought to you by Fangoria, by the way. Fangoria.com. Thank you guys uh, for always making these lists every single month. It makes my job a lot easier. I used to write all these down uh, and go to like the DVD release websites and see what was releasing. And man... Yeah, they've made my life a whole lot easier. So, okay, here we go. Streaming horror for March 2020 while you're stuck inside. Satanic Panic. Oh, this is for Shudder now. This is all Shudder. Satanic Panic, which is a really cool uh, indie film uh, with Rebecca Romaine. Um, Daniel Isn't Real. Frankenstein 2015. Ginger Snaps, which is a personal favorite of mine, starring uh, Catherine Isabel. Um... You also might remember her from uh, Freddy vs. Jason. She was the girlfriend of the douchebag guy that gets the mattress killed by Jason. Oh, it's so fucking cool. All right. Um, Housewife. How? Luciferina? (laughs) Okay. Female Lucifer. Missions Season 2. Red Christmas. Replace. Some Kind of Hate. The Deadlands. 2020. And The Room. 2019, not the room you're thinking of. This is a Shutter original um, that I still want to check out. I hear really great things about the room, so I want to watch that. All right, next up, Netflix. Blood Ride. I just put this in my uh, my my list today. It's a season. It's a show called Blood Drive. Uh, pretty interested in seeing that. Corpse Bride. Uh, gotta love some Tim Burton. Gotta get that, you know, just whimsical bliss of a film. It's, it, You know what's funny? I watch Corpse Bride, and it just makes me want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, getting Nightmare Before Christmas felt so good when it came out that whenever this dropped, I remember, like, being like, okay. Like, same thing with James and Giant Peach. Like, James and Giant Peach is a, a great film, and I'm sure some of you right now are going, don't you fucking even dare 
say some shit about James and Giant Pizza. I won't. It is a legit film. It's great. But there's a Jack the Skeleton pirate skeleton in that movie that makes you just go like, oh, I wish I was watching Nightmare Before Christmas. So when I watch Corpse Bride and there's like skeleton, at least it did the skeleton's heads a bit differently. So it kind of gave it its own look. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's an okay movie. Makes you want to watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Anyways, um, Paranormal Activity, the very first Paranormal Activity, the best, in my opinion, Paranormal Activity. Um, also, I don't know if you guys have seen The Wife Paranormal Activity lately, but <laughs> Resident Evil Apocalypse and Resident Evil Extinction both are coming to Netflix. They are gearing up for the Netflix Resident Evil series. That's going to be a thing. Um, it has nothing to do with Alice in the movies, but I guess because now there's like a partnership somewhere with either uh, the director or the studio or Capcom or whatever, we're starting to see a lot more Resident Evil stuff show up on Netflix. Uh, the Gift and Zodiac. Yeah, you remember that, Zodiac. Yeah. Yeah, see? All right, moving on to Hulu. We have The Descent. The Descent Part 2, which great films. Do not miss Descent or Descent 2. They're both really good. Uh, Into the Dark's Crawlers, which is one of their Into the Dark original series films. Night of the Living Dead 2007. Oh, that's right with Sid Haig. I do remember this movie. This was Night of the Living Dead 3D. And I remember I actually got the, the DVD with the 3D glasses. This is, yeah, it's not a great film. But if you do want to get some Sid Haig action, uh, I think he's only in the beginning of the movie anyways. Um, check this out. IMDb says a star and a half. They're not wrong. <laughs> you know what? I might, for hum- for shits and giggles reasons, I might actually watch Night of Living Dead 2007 again. That's hilarious. I That one caught me by surprise while reading this list. They're also getting Night of the Living Dead Resurrection, which was also pretty bad. Uh, Pet Cemetery 2019, which is nice to see that the new film is coming to Hulu. You can check that out. That was an okay flick. And The Skull. Now, moving into Amazon Prime, I have I See You. I don't know what that is. Night of the Living Dead 2007. You get it there, too. Night of the Living Dead Resurrection. There you go. Pet Cemetery 2019. Sure. The Crazies, 2010. The Descent again, The Descent Part 2, and The Skull. I guess Amazon and Hulu are sharing movies. <laughs> Just make sure that you don't touch your hands together. None of that stuff, okay? We can't, any, we can't have anybody touching hands. It's bad. So there you go. There's a, a, literally so much stuff for you guys to do indoors during this quarantine horror wise uh so all right let's bring it back to some news a little bit here we have uh jennifer's body director karen kusama is doing the new dracula for universal so we just had james 1l do invisible man and now karen's doing uh the new dracula film if you, you know what people gave jennifer's body shit for the longest time because megan fox was in it and she, it was like kind of when she just came off from transformers but I love Jennifer's body, like, this, the day I saw it, man. And I want to say, like, I was, uh, like, a hipster guy. But, like, I was, man. I enjoyed, from the get-go, Jennifer's body. Um, it's well-written. Well, Diablo Cody can be hit and miss. But <laughs> it's fun. It's different. You know what I mean? And the directing wasn't that bad either. So I can see why they would, Universe would want to grab Karen uh, for this picture. So, well, yeah, man. I'm, I'm kind of excited. Speaking of Silent Hill from earlier, 
Silent Hill, the games, might get resurrected, you guys. And that's big. That's that's a huge thing. Um, and not only they, because I don't know if you guys know the drama behind Silent Hill and what happened. Um, director uh, Hideo Kojima, that was working on the game with um, Konami, basically got let go and fired from Konami uh, right in the middle of development with this game because uh, him and the, uh, the the big honcho over at Konami just had beef. Um, and it wasn't really on Kojima's side as much as it was on his side, uh, just spending more money on, on you know his game on Metal Gear Solid and, and Silent Hill uh, and not making uh, pachinko machines and putting money towards that. Uh, the things that made Konami lots of money. So they fired him and Silent Hills, but uh, Hideo Kojima, Junji Ito, the guy behind Uzumaki and Tomei, Guillermo del Toro, all were going to be working on Silent Hills. And it got canned. So I'll color me really pissed off. Uh, so fast forward to today. Now apparently there's rumors that they are working on a new Silent Hill and they brought back the uh, character designer to work on this new one, along with a director. Uh, and... It looks like the composer, the original composer for Silent Hill, which was if, one of the things that made Silent Hill great was its music. Uh, so to have these powers that be back with Konami working on a new Silent Hill game kind of excites me. Um, the developers are Project Siren. They're the guys behind Siren Blood Curse uh, for the PS3. I never played it, uh, but apparently that's the team working on this new Silent Hill game. Uh, and it's, it's rumored to be a, a launch title with the PS5. Also, the PlayStation is looking for more um, more VR stuff. So I think that was the one that they're bringing the, the director back to work on a, uh, a VR Silent Hill-esque type thing. So two Silent Hill projects possibly in the works right now that are rumors. And then that, that oh man, that's, that's my core horror uh, love right there. <laughs> so I'm very excited if that's, if that's true. A new Scream is going to be coming out by the Ready or Not filmmakers. Uh, Ready or Not was a fantastic film. I would love to see these guys tackle Scream. Uh, I just thought Scream was kind of over with that last movie. Are we are we bringing back Gail Weathers? Is Dewey coming back? What are we doing? We're going to do this again? All right, let's do this again. Sure. I will never say no to another Scream. Uh, and then Resident Evil 3 Remake. I know we're just bouncing between video games and horror movie news. Uh, but the Resident Evil 3 Remake hits April 3rd. Is it 3rd? Yeah, April 3rd. So that's close. It's not too too far away. Uh, that's not the, the game itself. It's the demo. Uh, also, they're doing a launch a little bit later for the Resident Evil uh, uh, 4v player online thing. There was, a, there was a game back in the day called Resident Evil Outbreak that was kind of like this, where you had like four players that were just kind of like average Joes from around the city that team up and work together to get through a maze through the city. Uh, so I think they're trying to do that again with Resident Evil. Uh, so they're going to have a demo of that very soon. A little after this one uh, for the Resident Evil remake, which also looks gorgeous. Uh, cannot wait for that. All right, guys. I promised you reviews. Let's let's hit up these reviews. We're going to talk about some movies. So, Gretel and Hansel. Uh, this is a, a visually striking film. Uh, was very excited to see this. I love movies um, like A24 Dark Films, and that's what like this was just giving off those kind of vibes. Just don't be fooled by that because it's not definitely not an A24 film. <laughs> this is more of a dark fairy tale adaptation that kind of just stays there. 
it doesn't really do leaps and bounds to really go for the throat um, but it is visually striking in its appearance at times uh, but can be a little slow um, as an overall piece I thought this movie was great I thought this uh, it, it, it portrayed that story in the best way that I think it could for a dark fairy tale um, I'm just amazed that nobody else has really tried to make a movie and I guess I, it's really hard to try and make that movie a real serious movie um, but I would love to see more films like this like give me a uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Uh, give me, uh, you know, like Peter Peter Pumpkin Eater and like Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> give me dark stories on these these fairy tales, which are properties that are you know free for anybody's taking. You know, doesn't hurt. Uh, underwater, underwater was really great. I really enjoyed Underwater a lot. Um, I'm not a huge Kristen Stewart fan. I liked her in Adventureland. And that was kind of really about it. I really liked her in this. She was, she was really good. The cast was really great. T.J. Miller does a great job of playing T.J. Miller uh, trapped underwater. <laughs> but it definitely has a um, Aliens vibe to it. A colonial, or no, I guess Alien. Uh, the first Alien, kind of claustrophobic. Getting in their suit and uh, you know, going into the unknown. Um, the other underwater stuff was great. It's very claustrophobic. If you don't like that stuff, stay away from that. And the Descent, Descent Part 2 on Hulu that we talked about earlier. Um, but yeah, really great film. Check that one out. Underwater was really good. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. No, sorry. Sonic the Hedgehog is not horror. You silly. Uh, Jim Carrey's mustache in that it was. E. Um, I saw The Invisible Man. And I... Okay, so The Invisible Man is a really strong piece. This, this film has a lot going for it um it has a lot of things riding on its shoulders first of all you're doing uh an adaptation from wells's piece and you know you're bringing it into today's universe uh we also have the universal monster picture uh that everybody's trying to you know butt it up against and what uh Juanel, which you guys might know from uh starring in the insidious movies and also being one of the co-directors of saw the original saw uh also director of upgrade what he tried to do is he's he's trying he he really brought in real domestic abuse and domestic violence and 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 not just domestic abuse but um really fucking with your your partner it's really psychologically messing with somebody and you know this weirdly hurts on a, on a personal level so it kind of bummed me out in a weird way um because i hate that kind of stuff like that stuff is the root of all evil for me and i was not really a big fan of what the invisible man looks like i know that's a funny thing to even say uh, but i was not a really huge fan of uh, the new look for the invisible man compared to what we might think of when we think of the invisible man now i know it's just me old crotchety just yeah you gotta get with the times i like my old stuff better but i kind of liked what he wells did with the invisible man by having him be this insane character uh it, you know drowned with power uh and, and you know as he loses himself he just gets slowly and slowly more insane and more uh godlike you know uh, i thought they did a really good job with this and um hollow man with kevin bacon you know whenever he starts going and invisible it's like at first it's fine yeah i'll go on it'll be all cool but as he starts doing it more and more it becomes like a drug and he starts becoming more obsessed and 
he kind of goes off the rails towards the end, and that's kind of I, 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 that was a great throwback to the original film. In this, the movie isn't so much about the Invisible Man as it is about the person that he's tormenting. Um, this is a very big universal horror. F- well, yeah, it's a very big universal film horror trope. Um, how many black and white monster movies do you see where the it's falling around the hero and talking about the hero? You're following their tell, talking about the invisible or the you know the creature from the black lagoon or the wolf man. Um, you know you're getting Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, talking about you know what's what's antagonizing what's out there with all these other casts and you're you're anticipating seeing the wolf man um and the invisible man does this but in a weird psychological way where you're with the woman but instead of just you know her talking to other people and just trying to figure out like i can't i know he's there but you can't see him he's literally fucking with her and ruining her life to the point where it's still domestic abuse um and even though on a personal level i can't enjoy something like this because it hits me on a deeper level it's getting great reviews people really love the invisible man and i'm so happy that a universal horror picture is getting thumbs up um after the mummy (laughs) like i'll take anything and and, you know like the mummy was was something that shot the monsters in the foot and then we stayed dormant for a couple years uh so it's great to see that this one's doing good people are giving um positive reception to it um i just hope that we get to see better monster creations in these new movies um if we're going to bring all the classic monsters into today's universe i want to see them done um with style and i think invisible man was done with a really very clean and sterile look that Wanell brought to it with the mansion look and going out to dinner and like it's a very you know high class psychological piece it has a look and it does have a feel it also plays that fine line of like lifetime horror film but it doesn't go to the cheesy route it's a very very good film it doesn't half i'm saying like you know like two people on a date kind of vibe to it um but it's miles better than a hallmark film or one of those um so yeah check it out when it comes out friday i you know i let me know what you think. I want to hear what your thoughts are on Invisible Man. Uh, make sure to follow at Hallows Eve 365 and uh, Hallows, Halloween. Every day is Halloween on Facebook and Hallows Eve 365 on Instagram. Okay, moving on. The Hunt. This is the one that we were talking about earlier that got delayed back and forth. Uh, this movie. Uh, I really enjoyed. I loved The Hunt. And it's getting mixed reviews out there. Um, you know, why do you have so many guns? Or why do you have seven guns? Is one of the quotes in this film. And I love this because it plays on that stereotype of, of new America. What is new America? And I'm doing these big quotation finger things in the air. Uh, it plays with how, how you know, conservatives and, and um, just this world that we live in plays things back and forth towards each other. And like, uh, you know, the calling a black person urban and not black because you feel like that might people would think what they're they're what they should be called like you know that's like stupid things like that um and like going toting people where it's just like i have seven guns i should know how to use a gun and then someone's like why do you have seven guns and he's like what do you mean why i have seven guns like do you why do you need seven guns like there's like little moments like that that just kind of make me smile and the movie's kind of about this weird thing where the rich have a little game that they play where they, you know, uh, Hunger Games, a bunch of people. 
that are pissing them off on social media. Think about this. The rich get together. Uh, you know, there's people that are, you know, hurting their stocks and bonds and, you know, saying that, they, you know, Mansion Gate's a thing. And, and so there's podcasters. Uh-oh. There's podcasters out there that are saying things. Uh, there are people on Twitter calling, you know, out people that are actually right about certain things. And what these rich elitists do is they get together and they go through and they pick about 15 people, 15, 16 people. Uh, and they get them kidnapped, flown across the world, dropped down in the middle of an area with a gag in their mouth. And a big crate full of weapons. And then they go. And then they're off to, you know, they just figure it out. And one thing I really, and I'm not going to spoil the movie for you. This is just all set up. One thing I really dug about this film is there is a scene where they're all waking up in the very beginning. And then they see a crate and one guy goes to open the crate and pulls these weapons out. And they see it's weapons. But everybody, like, there's no dialogue because everybody has a gag in their mouth. So everybody's just slowly waking up on different ends of this field in the woods and stuff. And they don't know what they're doing. They're wondering why they have these gags in their mouths and they're feeling around and look as they see somebody open up a crate and pull weapons out then you start to see slowly see one person's getting up another person moving towards that thing one person's moving a little bit faster and it's just interesting to see how the human race would act towards something like that like you know you only you don't know why you're here but you see a crate and you just woke up and no one's talking but people are starting to grab weapons like you you the human instinct is like i don't i don't know how to use a gun I don't, I don't know how to use this big bow and arrow, but if that's all that's left, I'm going to take it. And I might die with a gag in my mouth. They all might die with a gag. Who knows? So that, that whole thing was pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty smart. Um, and then the, the film kind of takes like a, um, a turn, and I'm not going to tell you anything more about it. Um, but it definitely switches things on you, uh, and it has a very hard Kill Bill Bride battle going on in this in this. Uh, film that i really enjoyed this friday if you get a chance it's a lot of fun it's funny it's a funny dark comedy it it's a smart film um that has moral compass there's a lot of comedians in it that you'll see that 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 make uh, cameos and there's one person in it though that may even shock you uh so yeah those are the horror movies out in theaters right now um there was a few other films that i saw uh color out of space was a fantastic movie you get a chance to see that uh please do so color out of space was wonderful absolutely fantastic film guns akimbo was another really good one i enjoy which is on demand right now uncut gems if you get a chance of course check that out um vfw was a really cool kind of carpenter john carpenter-esque film um that one was pretty neat a tad slow but it was still nice to see my buddies from cheers hanging out having beers um, about a whole bunch of old guys, a bunch of old uh, vets all held up in a bar as crazy people are infected kind of come in. So it's like if this virus happened and you were in a VFW with a bunch of old uh, army guys, that's this movie. Uh, Three from Hell also appeared on Shudder. Check Three from Hell out. That's going to be really cool uh, to just replay because it's just a fun film. I know some people don't like it, but I dug it. Uh, After Midnight. Uh, I was talking to the director while he was playing some uh, Star Fox <laughs> adventures the other day. Uh, really great guy, really nice. Uh, they came, they're four Florida filmmakers, uh, which made a, a film out here, which uh, I thought was really great. Love story with Bree Grant and Jeremy Gardner. Check out After Midnight, also on demand. Uh, Come to Daddy with Elijah Wood is another one. 
Uh, so if you dug the vibes from Ponty Pool, check out Come Daddy. That one's a lot of fun. There's another one I want to shout out. Larry Fessenden's new Frankenstein film. As you know, I'm a big Universal Monster guy. So Depraved is like the best Frankenstein brought today, which I really love. You know, like I wanted to see our Bardem play Frankenstein in the new Universal Monster movie. And I'm sad that even though the Dark Universe was probably going to be really fucking cheesy, I think he would have been a great Frankenstein. Um, also, I thought Johnny Depp would have played a really good Invisible Man. But, you know, we got this one. So I'm not I'm not sour about it at all. Uh <laughs> But yes, Depraved is out now. Check that one out. I think it came out not too long ago on, on Blu-ray and on demand. Uh, so yeah. Guys, that's that's about it. That's 40, 45 minutes of horror movie recommendation, horror game recommendations for your quarantined life. Let's hope that the coronavirus gets out of here. We want to make sure Tom Hanks and Elders Elba and all these uh, stars are better and healthy and, and, and go in and, and, and our, our families, you know, it's kind of scary to think about our, our, our parents and our grandparents, the ones that are still, you know, kicking, but we don't let them go outside. Don't, if you need to get anything at CVS or Walgreens, let me know. I'll go get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check out my stream. Uh, it's horror underscore guy on Twitch. Uh, I do horror games all the time. I'll be doing a lot of doom. <laughs> Because I got nothing else to do. Also looking for work <laughs> full time as well. Um, and a bunch of other shit, man. I got, I got tons of stuff going on. Um, learning art. Ton, oh, art for days. Making little figures. Check out my Etsy page. Hallow's Eve 365 on Etsy. I have a bunch of pumpkins on there that I make. out of resin that light up. Light up jack-o'-lanterns on Etsy. So I know we're all of us indie, independent artists are trying to reach out and help each other out. That's my independent art. Um check me out on etsy as well i'm everywhere guys we even have the patreon i haven't even mentioned the patreon as you guys know that the last episode that aired was the uh james hong episode um that was on our patreon so patreon gets episodes uh about the two months earlier than this podcast does um that one is six dollars a month that helps me out that helps me get all these little things to you guys uh incentives and things for the patreon page to um podcast episode uh content interviews i got some big stuff lined up for spooky if it even happens this year who knows uh, or you can just throw me like two bucks and say thanks that's that's for your appreciation on, on on the patreon but it also gets you access to the discord page and the discord page for hallows eve 365 is where we talk it's, a, it's where I'm at every day, kind of t- talking about new things. That's where shit hits first, and then I throw it to the social media pages. So if you want to be a part of the uh, Everyday's Halloween Discord, uh, there's a link in the Twitch page. I know there's so many links, guys. But if the best way to just follow me is to go to my Instagram, horror underscore guy, and there's a link that takes you to all the links of these things. Find it all right there. So. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'll let you out on some groovy-ass music. Stay scary, uh, stay safe, and uh, don't touch your face. I know what you think you're doing. You don't want to get hurt. Keep your mouth shut and don't move a fucking muscle. The chimps are infected. They're, they're highly contagious. They've been given an inhibitor. Infected with what? In order to cure, you must first understand. Infected with what? Rage. What the fuck is talking about? Get the cages open. No, no, no.
listen, you sick bastard. We're going and we're taking your torture victims with us. We're going to get you out of here. Listen, the animals are contagious. The infection is in their blood and saliva. One bite. Stop. Stop. You've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> It's the end of the world. 
Don't touch your face.